If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by BetRivers. DC CityCast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanran from Beeson. Wednesday edition, so glad that you're with us. Follow along at J. Frank Hanran. We've got a packed show coming up, including what happened last night in those bowl games and the Wizards at the Miami Heat. They are just stung by COVID-19. And a broadcasting and coaching legend has passed away. We're going to discuss the legendary status and the uh, memory of John Madden. That is all coming up. I want to start off things with discussion of the Washington football team homing. Did I say homing? Hosting the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday 1 o'clock. Line is pretty much sticking right now at Bet River Sportsbook. It is the uh, Eagles minus three and a half against the Washington football team. Uh, and I wanted to bring on a guy who knows uh, knows the numbers well, knows the uh, the industry Better than most. He is a host at VEASAN Nightcap. Let's bring on my good friend, and I'm so proud of what he has uh, done with his broadcast career. Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap on VEASAN, joins me from the desert. Timmy, what's up, my man? Great to have you on. How are you? Frankie, man, it's it's glorious to hear those pipes, man. It's, uh, it's, it's a good time. Hopefully, uh, you and the fam. Uh, enjoyed a little uh, Christmas and Santa was kind and uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's 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 good to be on with you and my God, the the stories we could tell from uh, from back in the day when I was your intern, you know. So <laughs> I probably have sort of just um, done the Men in Black thing and just tried to not remember because uh, it's just some of the things are so outrageous. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, we could do a whole show on that. I, I wanted to get you on because uh, we are in a perfect spot here. Washington facing Philadelphia comes Sunday where we've had many conversations about these type of games where Washington gets their doors blown off them in Dallas, 56-14. Now, I will say, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I did give that out. I said that number is just go. too big. Minus 10 is just too big, so take the Cowboys. Because initially you're thinking, oh, wow, that's a lot of points. Divisional game. Pesky uh, Washington team. 
take Dallas because this that's exactly what happened. I'm a documented seven and three since I've started the CityCast, uh, Tim. So I just want to pass that on to you as well. But here's the, 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 the question for you. All right. Eagles are minus three and a half at Washington. This is such a spot where I would say Washington looked terrible. They're getting points at home. You got to take Washington. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you're 100% right. You and I uh, think very similarly uh, in these uh, as my uh, as my co-host uh, Sean King would tell me, I like pain, and uh, you like pain too, because we we sniff out these stinky lines and uh, and try to find, uh, just try to go against the grain. Look, and sometimes it doesn't work. You know, let's go back mm-hmm. to Christmas. Um, you know, I think Cleveland Cleveland was a similar spot uh, where everybody was laying the number with the Browns. You started to see a little movement go the other way. Bada bing, bada boom, the Browns get the cover. However, also on Christmas, the spot that I loved was the Cardinals, who just got their ass kicked by the Colts, Mm. or sorry, by the uh, Lions, playing the Colts. I love the Cardinals, and Mm. uh, and the Colts get it done. So Mm. it doesn't always work, but you're right. I mean, this this does seem like your classic spot uh, to back Washington. You're getting a home team catching some points. Now, you and I both know that – that stadium is going to be sure. majority Eagle fans. Uh, sure. The gang green is going to be down there. Uh, the fan base for Washington has been beaten and battered. And, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to go out to, you know, old Landover on uh, on January 2nd. So um, we've seen that, but no, I think this is a spot uh, Washington, you know, pretty much their hopes of, of anything positive yeah. this year uh, are done, but they have a chance to play spoiler. So, yeah, I agree. I think this is a, a, a tricky spot, and I think the majority of the public is going to race to be laying the numbers. Yeah. So that's where you and I like to be on the other side mm-hmm. uh, on this one. I want to I want to put your coaching hat on for a second because I ranted and raved on this podcast about Coach Ron Rivera's um, reaction to two of his players fighting on the sidelines, the fact that he did not do any sort of – uh, benching or um, not necessarily suspension, but some sort of message. And there was no message. And this is where I get a little, I get a little antsy about that, that bet because the wheels could be falling off very fast. We saw them just, just come off and speed down the highway and hit some other car against Dallas. What, what was he doing? Why did he not make more of a stink of that? In fact, Tim, he said, Oh, this is what happens when we have highly competitive people. Uh, that want to win so badly. You're going to have these type of things. I disagree. I think that's a total embarrassment. I think he, he should have benched those guys for the rest of the game, regardless if you don't have the bodies or not. Uh, what was your reaction to what happened on the sidelines? And then Coach Ron Rivera's reaction to that. Yeah, so what it was, uh, it was Deron Payne and, and Jonathan Allen yeah. getting after it yeah. on, the, on the bench there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's it's tricky because, I you know, I know how those guys think and uh, – when you're you're looking at Jonathan Allen, who's a pro bowler this year and an all pro, you know, him getting into it and he's been a real leader of this team. You know, I, I kind of go back to uh, this off season. It's been interesting. Um, you know, I thought mm-hmm. Chase Young and, and kind of the way he was uh, taking on a leadership role was, was a little bizarre to me. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, OTAs and, and players not going to them gets a little overblown, but it was just a, I don't know. It was a weird kind of taste in the mouth, and uh, and Ron Rivera. I don't. You know, he, he gets a ton of respect, but um, 
Yeah, I, I think I would lean a little bit towards your your end on this one. And and when you're getting your butts whipped, kicked, you know, why not just you know send right. a message and say, uh-huh. hey, you know, <laughs> we got to figure things out here. <laughs> I don't know. And and once again, all that yeah. you know, all that kind of builds up to maybe this is the spot to back Washington uh, even more. Right, you know? right, and, exactly. And everyone right. kind of comes together, and you know, everyone's against them. And Philadelphia is obviously playing for. Uh, a playoff opportunity while well, Washington is, is pretty much on the outside looking in. Uh, but maybe this is that, that spot. So yeah, it's uh man, it, I, I'll say this, uh, you know, you, you get to still enjoy and bask in the burgundy and gold there in the DC area. <laughs> I don't anymore. Some things never change, Frank. Some things, Some never, things change. never change. You can it go is away. The same. Yeah. You can come you bring back. in yeah. new, you bring in new players, you bring in yeah. new coaches and it's just, that stink does not go away, does man. That away. that is, yeah, it's brutal. Tim Murray, Vison, <laughs> joining me, host of the the Nightcap, fantastic work. This guy is uh, a, a future superstar, if not already. So I appreciate your time. Follow him at one Tim Murray on Twitter. I also want to get your reaction to what Ron Rivera did in his press conference. And again, I railed against this too, Tim. He did one of those. Uh, everybody in this locker room is dealing with real life stuff outside of football. And a lot of people on social media were applauding him and saying, this is a real coach. He's, he's, he's hammering the real issues. And these guys just aren't robots, yada, yada, yada. I thought it was a load of crap. I thought it was one of those you go to, to get people to feel sorry for you because in this day and age, and you can attest and I can attest and everybody listening can attest who's not going through crap right now. (laughs) And I can't believe people took that and slurped it up and said, look at this NFL coach. He is just so in tune with his players. It was almost a desperate attempt to try to keep the locker room with him. Did you see what I'm talking about? This minute clip where everybody's just like applauding him like, oh, he's keeping it real. What a coach. When in fact, I thought it was just a bunch of crap. (laughs) So I love you, Frank. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you just lose by 42 points. Uh, and yeah, I think he even dropped that they aren't robots uh, in there, which is, which is true. And, and look, to your point, yes, we're we're all dealing with that, but <sighs> their job is to play football. Yes. Um, yes. And our job is to talk about sports gambling or whatever. And you know, we're all yeah. To your point, we're all dealing with, you know, uh, trying to avoid or <laughs> dodge COVID or you know whatever it is and. Um, you know, I, 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 I would mm. say this would be the only slight pushback to that is, mm. you know, everyone's dealing with COVID, you know, the DeShazer, DeShazer Everett uh, situation is just horrifying. Uh, obviously someone sure. lost their life there. So that, that is the only pushback I would say is, you mm-hmm. know, they're thinking of their teammate in this time, but it is convenient. I will say that, uh, after a 42 point loss to your arch rival and essentially eliminating any chance for, for playoffs, uh, on national television mm-hmm. that you kind of go uh, with this, with this yeah, route. That narrative. So that it, is, uh, I would say it is, it is rather convenient uh, timing to utilize that. Not after you've yeah. won, you know, four in a row or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you say that, you know, it's after you get your butts whipped on national television, you have two of your players fighting on the sidelines. Uh, your quarterback is playing God awful. Uh, yeah. I, w- I would say it was rather convenient time. And don't underestimate us. Fans, media, like we know that they are humans. Sure. I, I couldn't believe some of the tweets. Hey, uh, general reminder, these players are humans. Like, of course we know that. What, what, what are we doing here? 
Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest because I, I knew you'd appreciate that. It's just it's such loser talk and excuse ridden. I mean, whatever. Tim Murray joins me from VSIN, host of the Nightcap. We are breaking down Washington football, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles come Sunday. And then, again, I don't want to harp too badly on Rivera, but he's noncommittal in terms of his quarterback. He says uh, Taylor Heineke is going to start. And then Kyle Allen could see some time, could mix him in there. Does that have any impact on where we are leaning, or does it at all have any sort of uh, uh, shoulder shrug to you hearing that what Rivera said? Like, yeah, hey, I mean, whatever. I, think, I don't. I don't know. I mean, at this point, uh, you, Kyle Allen deserves an opportunity, right? right? I mean, they traded uh, a fifth round pick to to bring in Kyle Allen, so at some point, don't you think you you give him a look? I mean, I know he's you know had a couple opportunities here and there. But is Taylor Heineke really your future? And and I don't live in D.C. like you do, so I don't hear the sports talk as much. Uh, I know there's, you know, it's 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 astonishing to me the starved nature of that fan base, and I get it. You know, it's been 30 years, uh, but man, for them to buy in on Taylor Heineke, be like, this dude's the future. It's like, no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's fine. You know, he's he's certainly exceeded expectations. Uh, but this is a fan base, and I'm not saying Kirk Cousins was the be-all, end-all. He certainly has his ups and downs and detractors in Minnesota, but they refuse to accept him as a quality quarterback, and, and now they they want Taylor Heineke to uh, to be the guy. So it's just kind of fascinating to see that. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd, I, I'd be okay seeing what Kyle Allen has to, to show um, because what is your well, – because it's six and nine, you're done. Um, and what is really – the objective heading into next year. Are we getting a quarterback in our day? Not we are they getting a quarterback in the draft? Are they going to try to trade for a quarterback, whether it be, you know, Russell Wilson or whoever, Um, you know, we know that they were in on Matthew Stafford. So at some point, just see what you got in Kyle Allen. So I, I, I mean, I think it's probably the right thing to do. Checking out the bed river sports book. It is still three and a half uh, Philadelphia's favored, they beat uh, Washington 27-17. That was in Philadelphia. They were sleepwalking in that first quarter and a half because the Washington football team had Garrett Gilbert at quarterback. But the way Heineke's been playing, it's not like it's going to be <laughs> much of a difference perhaps on Sunday. But that's why we are both leaning uh, to Washington uh, plus three and a half come Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, Tim Murray joins me from Visa and host of the Nightcap. I want to get your thoughts on the pinstripe bowl. Yeah, baby. Because I know you're a big Maryland football uh, fan. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. But <laughs> no, Maryland, what are they, like, plus three and a half taking on Virginia Tech? Uh, this is in, uh, what, this is in New York City, right? This is at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It's sort of an odd, odd, strange look in a baseball stadium. I think the total is 54 and a half. Um, what, what's, what, what are we thinking here? So – I, uh, I wrote this up for the uh, the bowl betting guide for VEASAN. And uh, at the time, it was Maryland and Virginia Tech were a pick em. And I love I love Maryland. I really did. And okay. I still do. And, and the motivation is kind of the name of the game, right, Frank? When you look at these bowl games and you're handicapping them, who wants to be there? Who doesn't That's a good want to be point. There? That's and, a good point. And Maryland really wants to be there. You know, everything you've heard from this team, you know, as soon as they beat Rutgers to wrap up the regular season, you know, Mike Loxley comes in there, gives this inspired speech about, you know, for the 25 seniors, you know, the, you know, we're, we're going to win this game for you guys. 
you know, uh, you know, Tagovailoa is talking about, you know, how big this game is, you know, for them. You know, Mike Loxley has never coached a bowl game as a head coach. Three never. years at New Mexico, three years at Maryland. This is his third. And then he had that interim year. So he's never been a head coach in a bowl game before. Now, look, he's played coached in plenty of big games when he was on the Alabama staff. Um, and then you look at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech fired their coach midseason. Um, and there there have just been a, a, a slew of either opt-outs or transfers. Let's go down the list. Their quarterback, Braxton Burmeister, started every game this year, mm-hmm. Frank. Not playing. Oh, is that right? Okay. Jermaine Waller, the only player for Virginia Tech that made, you know, first or second team all ACC. He's opted out, headed to the pros. Trey Turner and Tavion Robinson, their two top wide receivers who uh, combined for 84 catches for over 1,200 yards Hmm. and eight touchdowns. Gone. Hmm. Uh, Their top defensive lineman, Amari Barno, gone. Jordan Hmm. Williams, their nose tackle, gone. Uh, Their starting left guard, gone so you look at this team and who's left um their best wide receiver is caleb smith he's you know had 20 catches this year um you know the the good thing for uh virginia tech uh their their running back blackshear will play in this game but you know what i mentioned before not only was braxton burmeister gone uh their backup quarterback knox Kadem also is in the portal Jeez. so you've got a third string quarterback and so, connor blumrick who had 16 it. total pass attempts this year he will be at quarterback for virginia tech virginia tech wrapped up the regular season beating virginia which we know is a big deal they won the commonwealth cup that kind of seemed like their bowl game and now you've got maryland first bowl game since 2016 everyone uh, of note is playing in this game outside of injuries obviously they had some injuries mm-hmm. this year dante demas uh, their second leading receiver was lost of the year uh, midway through the season. I think that was the Iowa game. But I think one thing that kind of clicked for me, Frank, in this mm-hmm. spot was they have a senior tight end, Maryland does, that's going to be headed to the NFL. And he's he announced he's going pro, but he's going to play in this Good game. Boy. And I, I just think that mm-hmm. they want to play in this one. And, you know, at three and a half, I certainly loved it. I picked more, uh, but I still think Maryland wins uh, – pretty comfortably you know by a touchdown or so in a game that i clearly they're motivated to be there and i just don't know virginia tech feels like virginia tech just wants the season to be over so then with all these guys out why is the number so low well the the number did it shifted about six points and oh okay you know, i got you my bad yeah. okay I understand. so it, it opened virginia tech minus two and a half oh, and then okay. we got the first slew of ah. opt-outs and then it was around a pick and i really like maryland and then the quarterback transferred out braxton burmeister and that moved in another three and a half I got points you. okay and i i wouldn't be surprised before kickoff if this thing starts to go up you know that's one thing you know frank we've been really noticing in bowl season uh i'll use um you know tuesday for example um, you know, early games on, on the bull slate kind of hit a dead spot. Houston and Auburn, Louisville and Air Force. It was, you know, Auburn slight favorite and uh, and Louisville slight favorite. And then right before the game, we started to see that money come in and we saw a flip of favorites in both of those games. And both of those teams who had the flip of favorites ended up winning uh, Houston and, uh, and Air Force respectively. So uh, I think you'll see a little bit more money, in my opinion, come in. Uh, on Maryland as we get closer to game time. 
Tim Murray joins us from VEASAN, uh, host of Nightcap uh, Nightly. Uh, <laughs> awesome stuff, Tim. I appreciate your time. A couple more before I let you go because we got the big Final Four in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, they play, what, New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah, Friday. Now, Alabama is a big-time favorite against Cincinnati. You're a, you're a, you're a, uh, you're a brave brave soul if you take Cincinnati in that one, right? I, I, I think so. And, you know, I, I really would love to take the points. And I, and we've talked about this game a lot. Um, and I, I would just say, you know, I just, Alabama has been in this role a lot. And, you know, we've tried to talk ourselves into taking the points with, you know, with Alabama, uh, with, with their opponent. Right. Yeah. And look, last year it came home, you know, Notre Dame got a late touchdown, uh, to cover the 17 and a half or oh, whatever that's it was. Right. Um, so, you know, they didn't cover in that spot, but you just look at the history of the college football playoff, Frank, and, you know, the first ever college football playoff, uh, we saw, you know, Alabama lose outright to Ohio State. The following year, they played Michigan State. They won 38 nothing. The following year, they played Washington. They won 24 to 7. The following year, they played Clemson, won 24 to 6. Following year, they played Oklahoma, won 45-34, which really that wasn't as close as the score indicated. And then, you know, last year uh, they beat Notre Dame, 31 to 14. So, um, you know, Cincinnati is really good. I think they're deserving of being there. Uh, they've got some pro talent. Uh, Alabama is going to be missing John Mechie, uh, which is a huge loss for them, one of their top wide receivers. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, Alabama. I think, you know, what people are talking about is Alabama has struggled defensively at times this year, but I just don't know if Cincinnati is capable, in my opinion, to put up a ton of points on this Alabama team. So um, I, I lean towards Alabama. Okay. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, Frank, that this number hasn't gone over 14, which makes me think and kind of mm-hmm. makes me pause a little bit. Sure. Uh, so we will see. Uh, but the other uh, semifinal is interesting because I, I – it is a very, very uh, trendy dog, and trendy dogs are <laughs> scary, as we all know. Uh-huh. Um, you know, always be wary of the square dog, and everybody is thinking that Michigan is just going to take care of business, cover huh. the points, maybe win this game outright. Because what is what is hmm. what have you seen lately, right? What was the last thing you saw? Well, Georgia lost and got their you know yeah. their butts kicked by Alabama, Michigan. Last two games, they looked uh, flawless. You know, they crush Ohio State. They beat Iowa. Uh, both of those games not really competitive. The two best games Michigan has played all year. So I would just say buyer beware on taking the points with Michigan in this spot. The uh, latest lines at Bed River Sportsbook has, um, yeah, Alabama minus 13 and a half. And uh, the total there is actually. Uh, 57 and a hook, I think. Uh, make sure that's correct. Yeah, 57 and a half. And then Georgia, Michigan, it is uh, Georgia minus seven and a half. And the total, Tim, is 44 and a half. We hate taking totals, but that's a really low total. So I would actually lean towards going under there. But that's not a release. Uh, that's just my first initial thought uh, with 44 and a half. My God, that's low. Yeah, that is low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so low. That is, that is pretty low. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing. Uh, the passing of John Madden. Now, you're the perfect age where, see, I grew up with John Madden strictly as 
former coach, now broadcaster, and there was a sprinkle of his Madden video games. So you were sort of like right smack dab in the middle that he was still doing games, but yeah. you're also very wary that he was also the video game guy. What's your what's your uh, reflection of John Madden and the impact he had on you? Yeah, I mean, absolute legend. I mean, obviously, I think he opened the door um, to a lot of unique personalities uh, in the broadcasting game, especially, you know, analyst role and, you know, his, you know, the boom and all of that, you know, I think was such an iconic thing. But the video game obviously took him to another level, right? I mean, you know, that that became just like part of your everyday was, you know, the Madden video game and, um, you know, late August being able to grab the new Madden. And now, you know, the way, the way it is kind of uh, ingrained in popular culture where players are, are checking what their right. you know, ratings are in, in Madden. And it's, it's one of those things where Madden has become like, uh, like I'm trying to think, you know, Coke or Kleenex where it's like, it's not a tissue or a soda. It's, Hey, can I have a Coke or Hey, yep. can I have a Kleenex? You know, it's Madden. You're, oh, are you playing Madden? You're not, hey, are you playing the pro football game? No, no, no. It's mm-hmm. it's mad. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, st- I mean, him and Pat Summerall um, were, were unbelievable. You know, I think if, if you know, I'm not uh, like our, our friend uh, Kevin Sheehan. I, I'm not a, uh, uh, and, you know, don't know everything about broadcasters, but I think him and him and Pat Summerall were the first kind of A team on Fox, right? When Fox got football. Oh, right. Yes. The first A team. Yes. So, that was, you know, that was like mid nineties. And that was kind of right in my wheelhouse of becoming a big time sports fan. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't remember him as a coach, uh, but as a commentator and then the football game, obviously, yeah. I mean, took him to a, to another level. And I think that's why, you know, his, his memory obviously will always live on, um, you know, for so many generations, whether it be, you know, older generations, thinking of him, you know, winning Super Bowls with the Raiders, uh, or you know my generation where it's a broadcaster and then really getting into the football game or even the younger generation where you just think of him as as a guy on the you know the football game but uh, he will he will be remembered and people will know the name for forever because of everything that he was involved with Tim Murray from Vison all right plug away my friend where can we catch you where can we follow you give us all the details please yeah every weekday night mm-hmm. man me and Sean King former uh, buccaneer quarterback of course uh, through a very uh, gut-wrenching touchdown against uh washington back in uh, what was that the 2000 playoffs that's right uh, i was actually yeah. there i was actually at that game were you really sure wow. yeah man. yeah long time so ago. he threw threw that touchdown pass but uh, he and Sh- me and sean uh, we have some fun man so uh we're late night guys 10 to 1 a.m eastern time uh but yeah check us out there and uh frankie you're the man keep up the good work Thanks, fired bro. up that you're uh rocking and rolling with the uh, with the city cast here appreciate you man tim murray thank you for your time bro we'll talk soon all right man see you that was really big time stuff from tim murray on the pinstripe bowl coming up later on today from new york city he loves the maryland terps i may have to may have to give that out as my lock thanks to tim murray although i can just i can just blame him if it doesn't come through <laughs> anyways great stuff from one Tim Murray here on the DC City Cast. We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back. We have plenty more for you. DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan.
Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-1-800-994-8448. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. D.C. CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook rolls on. Be sure to follow along and subscribe and download those podcasts wherever you may get your podcasts. All right, we got to revisit what happened uh, late last night. Guaranteed rate bowl. I had given out uh, West Virginia plus the four. In fact, on Bet River Sportsbook by closing time, it was um, plus six for West Virginia. Unfortunately, Minnesota wins 18 to six. 18 to six. So <laughs> it's a loser. But I am now a documented seven and four out of the gate here on the DC City Cast. And. We're bouncing back with Maryland, minus three and a half today on the uh, pinstripe bowl. So jot that down. Put that down on your phone right now. Hey, Maryland, minus three and a half. Tim Murray. We're giving Tim Murray all the shine today. He gives it the uh, because they want to be there uh, advantage. So let's, uh, let's, let's look out for that later on today at the pinstripe bowl. All right. I want to also revisit quickly the Wizards. Uh, losers, but here is why the NBA is so dicey. Here's what happened. Wizards lose, but they cover in a miraculously backdoor way. They were down by as many as 28 points at the Miami Heat. Yes, we know, ravaged by COVID-19. There's nobody available really to play for the Wizards except your starters, Spencer Dinwiddie and Kyle Kuzma. So they're out. And Daniel Gafford played too. So they actually had three starters. But they didn't have Bradley Beal. They didn't have Montrezl Harrell, who's big off the bench. Uh, they had guys on the COVID list not even playing, like Thomas Bryant, Rui Hachimura. So it's going around big time with the team. So what happened was the line was, I believe, uh, Heat minus six with Bradley Beal questionable. It was Heat minus six on Bed River Sportsbook. And then when word got out that Beal was not going to play, that he was uh, still in, in protocol, the line moved to minus eight. So, by uh, tip, it's minus eight. Game goes off. Miami's up by 28. It looks like it's a winner, 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 winner across the board, no matter what you got it at. And lo and behold, Wizards going like this ridiculous, you know, 29 to seven run over the last six minutes. And they hit some threes. Corey Kispert hits a ridiculous running three. They just start hitting threes, barrage of threes, and the lead is like seven or eight, they foul, seven or eight, they foul, keep going, hit some threes. They finally lose by seven points. Oh, my God. So, if you had Miami, you're just, you're pissed off today. You're just, you're screaming. I They didn't have anybody. They're up by 28, and this is why it's so dangerous and so dicey, and this is where you say, it's just, it's just unlucky, man. Numbers there for a reason, no matter what. These guys are so good, they they know what's up. And unfortunately, if you had Miami, it's a bad beat. Now, if you took the Wizards, whoever took the Wizards is, is you know, the sun's shining on them today. 
Hey, did you see that? Incredible. <laughs> so that's just a tough one if you had the Miami Heat. But on a more serious note, in terms of analyzing this team, they got to get healthy. I mean, that's that's pretty much the the rallying cry for anybody in the NBA right now. We have got to get healthy somehow, some way. We got to figure this thing out, or we just got to be ready to have our hardship guys uh, literally with their phone at their hip at all times, although everybody has their phone at their hips. Craig Sword was called up. There was a guy named Johnson on the team last night playing that I had never heard of. You're going to get to see a lot of guys you've never heard of. And the other day I said that the NBA had signed like a record 541 players, and this was two days ago. And that number's already shooting up through the roof. And this is really going to be tough moving forward in terms of handicapping the NBA. But last night they had it right with Miami uh, minus eight when it closed. And I would say, unless everybody's back healthy, until this thing is ready, you got to be very, very locked in to what you're looking at in terms of matchups. And you got to be looking at that injury report up to the last second before tip-off. Because they're activating and deactivating people really towards the tip time. So be careful out there, like Hill Street Blues, when you're making your picks when it comes to the NBA. Because I turn on these games and I go, who's that? Where's where's the superstar? Oh, I guess he's he's on the COVID-19 list. So, yeah, just be, be, be careful. Always be watching the injury report because it really changes minute by minute up to tip-off time in the NBA. And they're stubborn. They're not, for the most part, they push back a couple games, but they are trying to plow through now with these hardships and these call-ups and these no-name guys playing at the last second. Literally, the Wizards had a guy who was playing in the... And no knock on the, the, the tournament where they win $2 bucks, but they're guys that were you know superstars in the tournament now who are playing in the G League who are getting the call-up to the NBA, and good for them, but it's just... It's tough if you're trying to handicap these games because you've never seen these guys play, unless you're a real tournament uh <laughs> junkie <laughs> so wizards uh, now they get the uh, cleveland cavaliers on thursday and let's see if bradley beal can get healthy if he's getting healthy then that changes the dynamic but the wizards right now they're back to 500 all right that's gonna be, uh, put a bow on this one for the dc city cast remember we are taking maryland Minus three and a half pinstripe bowl. That is our official release. I want to thank my guest, Tim Murray from VEASAN. I want to thank you for checking us out. Always be sure to leave reviews and keep following us along here. And uh, you can check me out on, on Twitter at jfrankhanrahan. This has been the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan. See you. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. 
Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.